Welcome in to a all-star break Fezzik Focus pod. I am AJ Hoffman, joined as always by the only two-time Super Contest champion, Mr. Steve Fezzik. Fez, how we doing, buddy? Well, you dragged me away from my staycation. I always feel bad. Caesar's Palace. Such a rough life, but I am excited for a week of focus. All right, good to hear. All right, let's start. Well, and I, your Fez tale. This is a a very modern Fez tale. Yeah. So let's go to Caesar's Palace. You know, Caesar's has a great collection of swimming pools. There's like five or six of them, and there's limited access to the most of the people staying. You have to be staying there or be a seven stars to be able to get into the pool complex. But there's the basic pool complex. There's no umbrellas out there. So, and it's hot out. What? No umbrellas. Not a lot of shade. Now, there's cabanas. Got to pay for those. Okay. Even if you're a seven stars guy, you got to pay for them? Yes. And then there's a second level. All right. And that's reservations only. And so there's cabanas there and there's like chase loungers and like, but that's a reserved area. Still no umbrellas. No umbrellas though, but the, the cabanas are in the in the in the shade. Okay. And then the third level, I just found out about this. The third pool, it's, it, it's a pool on the third floor essentially. It's above where the Qua Spa is, if you know where that is. Doesn't matter. It's on the highest level, and that's the seven stars only pool. That as it's turned out, the way it's aligned versus where the sun is, pretty much lots of shady areas available anytime after like 12:30, one o'clock in the afternoon. So that pool, you don't need an umbrella. You got the shade. Very nice. But they do have, there are some problems at the pool. There, there are some problems. And one of the, one of the problems I encountered, it's cool. You know, the old, the trop, old Tropicana used to have blackjack actually in the pool and Caesars has an adult pool area. This is at the second level. So it's only available to adults, and there's a nice waterfall there, and there's a blackjack, four blackjack tables, and there's the bar. And the bar has those really cool, like, Fat Tuesday drinks with the, you know, the, the, yeah. the slushy Slurpees. My wife gets an inkling for one, so I go down to get her a strawberry margarita Slurpee. And it's not one of those big, big uh, glasses. It's, I don't know if it's 16 or 18 ounces. No prices. I said, oh, let me go ahead and get one of those strawberry ones. AJ, guess what? An 18, 16 to 18 ounce, just one shot of alcohol, um, strawberry margarita, Slurpee drink is at the Caesars pool. I'm going to go with 2250. 35. Oh. 35. Oh. Now, here's the, the first question I'm going to ask Did she finish it? I helped her. Okay, you weren't going to leave any, like, I would have sucked every last drop out of that. You know what? F Todd Wishnev, I'm not wasting 35 bucks on that. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have the alcohol and the Slurpee and the calories, and she, she had half of it. I had the other now, half. Now, did you tell them, hey, I'm a, I'm a seven stars guy. I shouldn't be paying $35 for this margarita. Uh, I commented to the guy after I got the drink, all right? Because I, I I said, boy, they're really not doing you guys any favors because, like, on principle, I, I left a very small tip, cash tip, um, because I'm like, $35, you just can't – I'm not – I'm not tipping, you know, on a thirty-five dollar. Right. You don't not, not even tell me you you know. Oh, by the way, it's thirty-five dollars. Is that okay? And then so after the fact, I go to reserve my bill. <laughs> and when I say thirty-five dollars, it might have been thirty-three. It might have been. You you get the idea. There's a five-dollar 
gratuity automatically added to the drink uh, as well on my on my mm. bill when I signed it. Sneaky move, right? However, there. however, there's a, a good resolution. Okay. I've discovered this that if you're a diamond or a seven star member at Harris, I think it's probably true at other hotels. Every person checking you out has a the discretion to take something off your bill. And there's rarely something that isn't going to go wrong with your room, your neighbors, housekeeping. Something is going to go amiss. Yeah. All right. Like I, the the ice machine wasn't working on our floor. Um, the Seven Stars pool closed early. They sent us down to the pool below us when I was gone. To the plebe pool? No, this is the— Oh, the res- middle pool. The middle pool. Okay. But it's, res- it's reserve reservations only. And my wife got booted from the reserve pool by one of the lifeguards— that and and it was a day that that it rained early. You shoot a cannon, not hit anyone that day. And she was like, "No, these are these are reservation only. You're going to have to move down." And she's like, "But oh, I'm a seven star member. They sent us down here." Like, "Oh, I'm sorry. You need a reservation." Let's just say that 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 lifeguard no longer works at sea. She is probably. <laughs> Got a little talk to with their boss because I I certainly brought that up with another lifeguard. She now she now works at the Rhino instead of Caesar's Palace. Um, I don't think she's qualified. <laughs> oh, the maybe day shift would be fine. Um, but bottom line is, so every every checkout person in the VIP has a seventy five dollar discretion that they can just take seventy five dollars without asking without anybody. asking any reasons. Call your host now. Nah, they, they can they can just do it. So um so we got. We got the uh, $35 margarita comp, so it's a, it's a nice ending to this story. It's a win-win. All right, yeah. let's get into some mid-season MLB odds. Uh, the the updated win totals, I think it's interesting. It's a good time of year to look at how teams have performed relative to expectation. What were these teams expected to be? How have they done? And I know that you look at this stuff and say, this gives me a buy sign. This gives me a sell sign on certain teams with certain profiles, I should say. And, you know, let's start with the teams that have have been the biggest disappointments relative to preseason expectations. The first one's the L.A. Angels. They're, they opened up at the beginning of the season. They were 84 wins. That's decent win total. Contender. Yeah, for sure. A playoff team, almost certainly. Well, now they are 74 and a half. So they've underperformed to this point by nine and a half games. Do you see that as a sign that the the Angels are have underperformed? They're going to turn a corner. Do you see that as a sign that this is a dead team? Completely dead team. They and I know Otani strikes out 12. Homers twice. He only pitches every sixth game. He only pitches every. I think he pitches once a week. I think. Yeah. yeah. So the 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 Angels that you when Otani he needs a six man rotation. Mm-hmm. So it, like most teams, your guy pitches. There's four games. He pitches again. Otani he pitches. There's five games. He pitches again. You know, I wonder if that might be throwing the other pitchers off. I'm the, sure it is. Unusual schedule. But, how about this? Check their record. And then check Otani, like check check the Angels' record when Otani starts and when other people start. The no one gives a shit what the other Angels pitchers are doing because they're they stink. Where of course you set it up for Otani, and the team stinks, and it doesn't look like the team has any home field advantage. When I watch them, I, someone has to explain this number to me. So their their current over unders seventy five. I believe that would mean they would be have to go 75 and 87 to push that number. And you can get 75 and a half still. By the way, these are available at FanDuel, 
DraftKings, and William Hill. Shop around Bet Online. So there's four books that are currently dealing this. So certainly shop, and there are different numbers. Uh, the Angels are 14 below 500. They have to play above 500 to get to 75. How in the world is this going to happen? This is a team that was about eight to 10 games above 500 early in the year, and they've shown no sign of life since then. This is just an this is just a bad, bad team, a dead team that was supposed to compete, and now they're playing out the string. They've got the distractions of Otani. Trout is on the injury list. I, I don't think the Angels are going to win 70 games. So I this is my best bet. We're going to give it out early for those Ooh, of you. Oh, I like it. For those of you who fast forward to the end, well, you might get a margarita story. We're just going to put it in at the <laughs> beginning. Next time, be like my buddy Will Hill. Be, be like my buddy Mike Napa. Listen to the entire pod. That's right. And strike, instead of trying to cheat the system, Angels, best bet. Under 75. The second, uh, who's who's underachieved even more than the Angels, if you believe it. There's two teams that have. The Detroit Tigers, They there was optimism about them at the beginning of the season. 77.5 was the number posted for them. They're way underachieving. They're they're thirty seven and fifty five. The new number sixty seven and a half. So a ten game adjustment on the Tigers. In highly technical terms, I don't want to like overwhelm people with like all these um, these high level statistics. The Tigers can't hit <laughs> at all. I like them under the current number. You'll see a, a common theme. Now I don't like it as much as the Angels under, but the theme is that Mott's more of the same that. When a team goes bad, they tend to keep going bad, but especially when there are high preseason expectations. So if a team knew that they would stink, uh, the Pirates, for example, I, I've got no um, uh, real motivation to play the Pirates under because they knew they were going to be lousy. Pirates, actually, one of the few teams at the bottom who have outperformed expectations. Supposed to win 65, and they're at 67 and yes. a half. Exactly. So they're not unhappy. But um, Detroit, they're like, we were supposed to be pretty decent, and we stink. Angels, you know, we were supposed to be a contender. We stink. Uh, Cubs, we won a World Series. We stink. I'd play the Cubs under. Washington. Ooh. Well, Washington, the biggest underachiever of all. 13-game adjustment since the start of the season. Open 71-and-a-half, currently 58-and-a-half. I don't think they're going to win another game. Oh, stop it. I would, I, no, they're going to lose them all. But, I mean, so, the, play, the idea that they're – I mean – They've got a player that everybody wants. They're going to trade Juan Soto, their best player, before the deadline. It's hard to it's hard to feel like they care at all about winning this season at this point. There's no reason to be optimistic about them. By the way, I just found out Soto, so you know, winner of the um, uh, home run derby, the home run derby, had to fly. Did you hear this? Had to fly commercial. So no. first first class, his flight got delayed. So he didn't get into L.A. until 1.30 in the morning. Imagine if you, like, this is how inside information can fail. It's like, oh, Soto didn't get into his hotel until 3 in the morning. There's no way we want to back him. <laughs> mm. Whoops. Maybe it, may, You know what? Maybe it doesn't matter that much if he can sleep until, like, noon and then show up and just crush. Let's talk about the teams that have outperformed expectations. And we'll go from, from thir- well, 3 to 1 will do and the the third biggest overachiever so far the Houston Astros uh 91 and a half was the win total at the beginning of the season their mid-season win total 101 and a half so the Astros there was a lot of pessimism that you know they they lost some pitching and Justin Verlander was going to be washed at this point turns out Justin Verlander still pretty good 
Uh, they they lost Carlos Correa. Doesn't matter. Carlos Correa has been a bum all year, and the, the the rookie that they've replaced him with is is outperforming Carlos Correa. Do the Astros? Do you still see an up arrow next to them, or is it? Are we? Would you be buying too high on the Astros now? I'm gonna lean over with the Astros just because every time I watch them, they're up two one after five innings, and they win five one. Seems like the bullpen never gives up any runs. All right, let's talk about probably the most surprising team, to, at least to me, the Baltimore Orioles. They were projected to win 62 and a half, which at the beginning of the season was the lowest number on the board. They're now projected to win 75 and a half, so a 13 game adjustment up on the Orioles. Certainly seems more than justified. I know the division extremely difficult, but um, you know the body language. You look at how hard that team is playing currently. Talking about being a contender. What's interesting, you know, some of the projection sites still only have them one in a thousand to win the the, the World Series. I know a lot of the books have liability and tickets two thousand to one and the like. Yeah, on there's the an Orioles. adjustment from Caesars had them at two thousand to one. Uh, they took a $200 bet on the Orioles at 2,000 to 1. They're now at Orioles plus 250 or uh, 25 to 1, 2,500, uh, plus 2,500 to win the World Series. So a, a, a big adjustment, just not. You think there's no reason the books should really be worried? They, they're going to be okay. This is not a it's a Leicester City situation that by the by the end of the year they were they, they were favored to win. You know that right. they, This is a situation where. Um, the Orioles still only have a 2.3% chance, and these books are say, are crying about all this liability. The mere fact they're still offering the Orioles at 250 shows there's not that much. Either there's not that much liability on the Orioles, or there's plenty of liability and plenty of other teams offsetting it. Have Have you ever seen a a 400k payout like a $200 bet that won at, at basically 2,000 to one? You know, the highest I personally ever had was that in the Seattle that that cashed the Seattle Pittsburgh the uh, Caesars messed this up where they they had, you know, when will the first touchdown be scored? Zero to two minutes, two to four minutes, four to six minutes, and they screwed up. They forgot that a football game was sixty minutes long, so they had twenty six to twenty eight minutes, and they and then they said any time after twenty eight minutes paid a hundred to one. Oh. And so Bettis got stuffed on the um, in the in the red zone right at the two minute warning of the first half. So they Pittsburgh didn't score their touchdown. It was three nothing, I guess, at that point or three three. Oh man! Scored right after. So we cashed a hundred to one. You know, what was interesting about that bet is I went to make that bet in Vegas at a hundred to one, and they gave me a hundred dollars to win ten thousand. My um, uh, syndicate um, friend uh, Tom. The goose was up in Reno. He got a thousand. Oh, on that. so just a little bit more effective um, his act versus my act. The goose, very smart guy. Goose could thick Boston accent when he wanted it. He um, charmer also. He could sweet talk him his way into some many a fine advantage plays. Very good work there. So we're, the the books aren't they're not going to lose too much on this Orioles thing in the grand scheme. They may win they're less gonna, than they were going to win, but they're not going to really lose. Well, they're going to win because the Orioles aren't going to make the playoffs. But <laughs> but even if the Orioles by some mere even if they rise up and play so much above their heads that their nose bleed for months, a line from Meatballs, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. <laughs> It just doesn't matter. 
It just doesn't matter because all of the square bettors will still bet too much money on the Dodgers and Yankees, and they'll be okay. <laughs> Speaking of the Yankees, it surprised me the most overachieving team uh, through the All-Star break. Their preseason win total was 91 and a half. The only teams that had higher win totals were the Dodgers, the Blue Jays, and the White Sox. Uh, they're currently lined at 105 and a half. So a 14 game adjustment on the Yankees. Is it too much? I think a little too much. I think the Yankees, because they're coasting right now to the playoffs, they could be on pace to get over the whole way and you lose it in the final week. I did want to address, we didn't talk about the Blue Jays. I think there's trouble in Toronto. I watched very carefully did you see the series between or hear about Toronto against the Kansas City? I should call them like the Omaha Storm Chasers because they were like the Triple A squad. I did, yeah, I know that there were so many Royals who couldn't make the make the trip. I believe Toronto won three out of four, if I'm correct. But let me tell you, I watched those games. They could have lost them all. Oh, really? They were terrible. Like two of them went to extra innings. The They had to rally in the bottom of the ninth and the bottom of the tenth. And they so they barely won these games. So that is not a good sign with, because the Blue Jays are like laying minus 350 on a nightly basis. And they could have easily lost three out of four instead of winning three out of four. That is not a team I want to invest in when they have to start playing teams like Tampa Bay and the Yankees here in the second half. Well, we mentioned we mentioned the Blue Jays. What about the White Sox who have underperformed so far? I mentioned them having 92 and a half higher than the Yankees preseason. They're down eight, 84 and a half, the new number on the White Sox. Did you like the White Sox preseason? Do you like them now? Did not have an opinion at all. The White Sox don't have an opinion now. I'll have, I'll say this: they got a pitcher. I, I think it's Dylan Cease. Yeah. Uh, bold prediction: he will win every start the rest of the year. He, he, this this he's guy. He's a freak show. He's good. They, he's just he, he's one of those. Every now and then, you do, like there are certain pitchers um, out uh, the, the the Marlins pitcher, the Sandy uh, Alcantara. Uh, yeah. That you you bet him first five every single start. And and you bet you bet on uh, Cease every, every single start, first five in game, and I'm confident he'll make money. Uh, Dylan Cease is the fifth favorite to win the Cy Young at ten to one. If he wins every start for the rest of the season, it seems like maybe there's value on Dylan. It would Cease. help if the other crumb bums could win a few games, so you didn't have to like ask ask a bad team to win an award with a bad team. Yes, that that is fair. And listen, the the White Sox have. Two of the best pitchers in baseball between the Tampa Di- Bay kids going to win though probably so Dylan Cease and Lucas Giolito, uh, a former Cy Young winner, uh, it's a pretty strong rotation. I again, I'm no baseball expert. I think there's value on the White Sox for the rest of the year. I wouldn't be shocked if the White Sox didn't go up and win this division. Cle- Cleveland has n- had had a nice run, and now they've been scuffling and. All the projection sites have the Twins only winning 84 and a half. So it's right there for the White Sox. And since they're going to win every fifth game. Seems, seems like easy seems, money. Seems like they're going to win 60% even if they play 500 with the other guys. It seems like easy money. All right. Let's get into some Jimmy Garoppolo. And, you know, th- this came up today that the 49ers are – giving Jimmy G permission to seek a trade. I was under the understanding that the Niners had been looking for a trade this whole time. Now they're saying, nope, go ahead, Jimmy, you can look for a trade. I still don't understand this. Like I, when I watched, you know, draft day, 
like the um, it was Kevin Costner that was doing the trading. He didn't like tell his quarterback like, it's look, very, look, yeah, very you're in, Go you're get yourself in, traded, pal. Yeah, you're in, you're in charge. Start making, but start making some phone calls over to the Jaguars and uh, let me know what you negotiate. Well, our friends over at Circa have uh, yes, no, make the playoffs on all these teams in the NFL, and there are 14 teams. If you count the Vikings, who are exactly minus 110, minus 110, so they're saying they have a, a coin flip chance to make the playoffs. There are 14 teams that are favored to make the playoffs. And it brought me to the question, and I'm going to ask you, since you're the quarterback ranker, you're the, uh, you're the power, raider, uh, power raider here, are there any teams below that line that if Jimmy G became the quarterback of this team, it would be enough to take them from a an underdog to make the playoffs to yes they'd be favored to to make the playoffs. Well, the Miami Dolphins, I think, would can you give me the Dolphins current? The uh, Dolphins currently are minus one ninety to make the, the playoffs on the on the no. Well, minus one ninety for no. Yes, I would move the Dolphins to pick them with Jimmy. So David. right, they'd be basically the Vikings. They would yeah, yes, and the reason they'd be better than the Vikings. So if, if the Dolphins resided in the NFC, they'd be a big favorite okay, to make yep. the playoffs. But because they're in the AFC, the Dolphins would suddenly become as good as the the Denver Broncos and are the Broncos real close to pick them right? Broncos are minus 155, yes. Okay, so they'd be the same basically as as the B- so they Bengals are minus 140, yes. So that's the uh, that's the sort of the grouping there. Of course uh, like, of, of AFC of, teams. Of, of course because um Cincinnati and Denver aren't getting any worse. When I make Miami the same, all three of those teams' odds have to, would have to be adjusted. Would be adjusted. Okay. Yeah. So, but the the team that's talked about the most is the Seattle Seahawks for Jimmy G because they're the team that needs a quarterback the most. They they don't have it, the, the Seahawks are in a rare position because not only do they have a quarterback, they don't have one that looks like he's a viable starter for this season. They don't have a quarterback of the future on their roster either. At least, I mean, I guess maybe they believe in Drew Locke and something that we don't understand, but they seem like a great oh, match. Do we really believe that? I don't, but I'm I'm just saying I'm leaving open the possibility that they see something Dude. in Drew Locke that nobody else does. But maybe the potential to lose all their games is get a quarterback. Would you, What would Jimmy G do to – and by the way, the current odds for the Seahawks to make the playoffs, the implied odds, 15.7%. So they are plus 465, yes, minus 605, no. What would it take – or the Seahawks from being that, how far would Jimmy G take them? They yeah, upgrade. Yes, yeah, so still a long way away. Even if they had Wilson, they would be about to pick him. Okay. They would win nine games. So with Jimmy G, seven and a half wins. So they they still would be like the no would be like minus two sixty. And then of course they just so the current odds with Drew Locke. What 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 are they? Um, the no is like minus four fifty or something. No no is uh, minus six oh five. What's the yes? Plus four sixty five. That's not a bad spread, you know. Yeah. Like it's not. I I was thinking it might be one of those three to one minus three to one minus six hundred. But who's like. In that di- betting, in that yeah. division, who's betting yes? Nobody. They're, yeah, they're and they're who's, and who's lay? They, when you think about that, who's who's tying up your money? If if I'm going to lay a minus six hundred on 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 a bet that I don't, you want to get paid off tomorrow? I I I I mean, if I'm not going to get paid till January, I want to bet. You know, you're used to Texans. No minus six hundred. <laughs> uh, minus sixteen ten on the no for the yeah, Texans. Kind of a CD, right? They just like give you, you, you my sixteen. You're, you're, so you're earning your you're earning your your four percent or whatever it is over six months, right? Okay, so th- w- that's that's what it boils down to. Is and but now let's talk about the 49ers. 
the 49ers, you have a big difference in opinion on the 49ers with Jimmy G versus with Trey Lance. Although the assumption now is even if they're both on the opening day roster, Trey Lance is the starter. Yeah, so if if Jimmy G is the starter all year long, I think the Niners win 11 games and they're massive favorite to make the playoffs. If it's Trey Lance, which it likely will be, and Jimmy G will leave, the Niners win nine or ten games, which still makes them a slight favorite to make the playoffs, but just a slight favorite. So they they get downgraded significantly. And given that Jimmy G's gone, I would certainly play the Niners under ten wins. All right, before we get out of here, we we've got we did all this work on the baseball. You gave out the Angels as your best bet. Under Angels, get, under. Well, I wasn't going to tell him. I was going to make. The, oh. I wasn't going to let the cheaters win. But okay. Well, we don't want to mislead. Do G- we, AJ? Give me your. Uh, give me your second favorite uh, of these baseball win totals. Um, you know what? I will take the Washington Nats to just not win a game the rest of the year. Under fifty-eight and a half. Yes, I. I really think Soto gets traded, and it just becomes evaluate talent for a period of two months. All right. I got to tell you guys, if you want more Steve Fezzik, you can always find it at pregame.com. And I'm going to tell you, we keep, we keep giving you guys deals, keep saving you money. That's what we like to do around here because you guys are loyal to us. 20% off for listeners of this fine podcast, go to pregame.com. Use the promo code football two zero football 20 and you'll get 20% off. On anything through August 4th, that's the Hall of Fame game. So you want a season-long pack? Obviously, the value is on these season-long packages. You know that you can get all of Fez's uh, NFL, all, all his all football packages, NFL and college combined. Uh, if you want another pro, McKenzie's got a package up. Fez and I have a shared package up. So any of these packages, 20% off. Or if you just want a daily package, I wouldn't recommend it compared to the season-long. But if that's what you want. Get that 20% off. I'm going to give out a bonus CFL. Oh, boy. Let's get it, baby. All right. So let's go Toronto Argonauts. It's plus four currently. It is dropping. They're playing the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. It's a rough week for Saskatchewan. They've canceled practice twice already. Rony? The Rona. The Rona is running rampant in Saskatchewan, which I cannot find on a map. But um, because of that, you know, this is one of those stories that just keeps running. It's it's going to be a disruption, even if some of these guys can play and the like, and, and they don't lose key players. And so Toronto's going to close plus four, if that's the case. Certainly has the potential that the wheels just completely come off for Saskatchewan, and this line just goes all the way to pick. Let's, how, take, the, let's take the plus four right now, Toronto. How much has it moved since open? It was six and a half, so it's down to four. So and two and a half points. That's right. And don't you, ask me to price the value of each half point. No, I'm saying how, how much How much further do you think it moves from here? It, it, could, it could be the wrong team favorite. It's, I mean, it's, okay. it's one of those corona situations, you know? Think about that. If it, if this were the NFL, how much would it have moved? Oh, it, I don't even know if it's because on the board. It, might be it, off yeah, the board. it would probably be off the board. And, and I'm thinking, wow, two and a half points is a massive move. I, I don't think it'd be enough in the NFL. There'd be so right. many. There'd be people lined up to bet against the, the team that has COVID. So I, I think there's real value in that play. So, all right, that is going to do it for another episode of the Fezic Focus Podcast. Thank you, Mackenzie Rivers, if that's your real name, uh, for for <laughs> that's running a things. Pizza place. <laughs> uh, thanks to Steve Fezic and thanks to the audience. We appreciate you guys listening and supporting this pod the way you have. You have grown this thing. It is one of the biggest shows on our network. Which, by the way, if you're not subscribed, why not? 
Uh, the, the golf pod just came out today. So there's golf pods, MLB pods, uh, college football is about to start up. We've got tons of podcasts on this network. Just subscribe. That's all we ask of you. That's the, just your support, your listenership. That's it. Uh, so check that out. And remember, when you go to pregame.com this week, use that code FOOTBALL20, 20% off anything at pregame.com. Fez, thank you, my friend, and we will see you guys next week.